This is the Blue, White and Yellow podcast from Leeds United Live, giving you the in-depth analysis on all the big talking points from Ellen Road. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Blue, White and Yellow podcast. I am joined by Lee Ryder of the Newcastle Chronicle to preview the big weekend game. Leeds United taking on Newcastle United at Ellen Road, a huge fixture um, seismic fixture, you could say, uh, for Newcastle, but it's a big one, obviously, for Leeds United, which has been slightly eased by the win at West Ham United. Uh, Lee, first of all, mate, how are you doing? Are you okay? Yeah, all good, all good, apart from the results and the transfer window, <laughs> the second half of the transfer window. Everything's apart from that, everything's fine. Thank you very much. Yeah, good, good <laughs> stuff, good stuff. And um, yeah, last time we spoke, uh, it was a uh, Bit of a mad game, Leeds, to be honest with you. It was it was it was definitely a game of two halves, I felt. Uh, Leeds completely dominant in the first half, but Newcastle came out in the second half, and I thought Leeds were were definitely second best in that one. It finished one one. Uh, what did you make of it, mate? It was a it was a sort of hostile evening, wasn't it? And and, and Leeds didn't didn't capitalise on, on on the Steve Bruce, Bruce out stuff, really. No, it's um you know, going back, I thought I, I couldn't believe Leeds didn't win the game because it was a real opportunity for them because of the way Newcastle were. But, um, you know, St. Maximin obviously scored the equaliser that night and um, it, it produced a, an important point, What what's proved to be an important point. You know, we, we haven't got many on the board, but that that's one of them. And, um, yeah, I mean, the second half of the game, you know, either side could have probably nicked it, I suppose. But, you know, since then, Leeds have had their ups and downs as well. It's, it's been a tough season for them. And uh, Newcastle, you know, we've won one game. There's no, you can't defend that at all. So for the for the fans' point of view, it's just a case of keeping behind the team and they'll be going down to Leeds with that support, knowing that it's, it's got that, as I think we mentioned it before, it's not quite a local derby, but it's got that, that's got that extra sort of bite to the game. And I, I think it's going to be, a, yeah, it's not going to be pretty, put it that way. Yeah, I was. I, I remember years and years ago, Lee, I think it was the uh, Leeds were 3-1 up and then Newcastle scored another three. I think it was under Bobby Robson. Shearer obviously scored like he always did against Leeds and I think you ran out 4-3 winners. Yeah, there's been some some classics at Ellen Road between the two sides, definitely. Um, so obviously since then, uh, we're just speaking about the atmosphere then. There's definitely once again been a bit of a seismic change, really. Obviously, Bruce, uh, Steve Bruce was, was, was sacked. Eddie Howe was brought in. What's what's the feeling around the club now? Because it still feels, Lee, that there's there's obviously a, a large amount of anxiety with the sort of the, the sort of position the club's in at the minute. The feeling around the club at the moment is, it's, believe it or not, it's still quite positive. We, you 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 should come to a game at Newcastle and you'll see the supporters are the perfect example of how you should back your club, regardless of with the results. There's been very little mourning been very little booing everyone's still chanting Eddie Howe's name at the moment it's the, the supporters have been fantastic nobody can be criticized you know you could look at it from from afar which I'm sure you probably do and think well it looks toxic there but it's just not it's people seem to be so happy that you know one Mike Ashley's no longer at the helm and, and obviously Steve Bruce you know despite him doing a decent job you know, when you look back, you know, fans didn't warm to him. 
but they have warmed Eddie Howe at the moment. So it's one of them where it, it could, could look from afar that, you know, Newcastle fans, you know, getting on the back of people again. But believe me, that it couldn't be further from the truth. And you, you certainly wouldn't see it at Elland Road, um, even if Newcastle got beat. Newcastle fans aren't the type to to air their dirty laundry sort of, you know, at a, at a rival club and uh, certainly wouldn't happen at the weekend. But we'll see what happens on the pitch first. Yeah, I think I think the similarities with both clubs there. I think um, the fan base is uh, extremely loyal, uh, Leeds and Newcastle, which is which is definitely a positive for for, for both clubs. And as I've just said, a similarity. Um, I, I guess it's uh, I guess with with Newcastle fans, obviously yourself as well, Lee, that you you've got to be thinking of the long term future as well, because the long term future is it looks extremely positive as well for Newcastle. Yeah, it does, and you know that that's that's what's keeping everybody going and. You know, we don't even want to go into the territory of talking about relegation at the moment because there's still a real chance we can stay up, regardless of what people say. For all the snidey little digs people get in, for all the comments, you know, people from the outside make, Newcastle United fans, you know, still think they've got a chance. And that's all you need at a football club. You just need people to believe. And, um, yeah, at the end of the day, you look at the league table, I know some teams have got games in hand. But Newcastle can still get out of this. You know, they can still get out of the relegation zone in the next couple of games. And then we'll see what happens with games in hand. But I always say with games in hand, you'd rather have the points in your pocket than, than games in hand. And um, for me, Newcastle, they've got winnable games coming up. And, you know, Leeds United is one of those games. It's in that category. So we'll see what happens at the weekend. But... For all whatever people are saying on the outside, and, you, and we've we've always had, you know, Chris, you know yourself at Leeds United when you dropped down them two divisions, you, you know, you you were down there, and you know other fans take the Mickey, you know, it's that it's a bit like that with Newcastle because we're a big club, we're a big name, people are gonna people are gonna have a pop, and that that's that's the way it is, and now since the takeover's gone through. That's even bigger because, you know, the money factor's in there. But at the end of the day, Newcastle's got to stay focused on, on, on where they are and see what happens in the rest of the window and then just try and grind those results out. Yeah, I guess that spotlight's going to become huge, isn't it, Lee, in terms of Newcastle now with regards to the, the money factor. I remember it happening with Manchester City. There's There becomes a bit of a hatred, doesn't there, from from every single other club, really? Have, have you sort of experienced that already? I guess I guess it boils really Lee, down down to jealousy as well, doesn't it? Oh, ultimately, that that's that's what it's that's the big factor. Uh, funnily enough, you mentioned Man City. You know, when I've been sort of around the football scene, I've had a couple of Manchester City fans come up and say, "Oh, how are you coping with it?" Because you know, we once once we got taken over and we were signing Rubinho and people like that. You know the the mood changed around the place, and people didn't like it. People don't like seeing teams like Man City win win trophies, especially like on the back of money. And um, Newcastle aren't at that level yet, but you know we've got ambition again, and people don't seem to seem to like it. People were comfortable when we were like you know at the bottom of the table and protests going in about the the uh, owner. But now you know we'll have to wait and see what happens this season. It's it's going to be tough. Um, but after that, the future can be bright. Yeah, hundred percent. Definitely think the only way is up really now for Newcastle, and, and that's that's. I mean, investment helps that, doesn't it, Lee? But um, with regards to Eddie Howe, we've not really touched on him. 
What have you made of him so far? I mean, his record isn't incredible. Obviously, he, he scuppered a little bit against Cambridge, draws against Watford and, 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 and Norwich, respectively, at home as well. Um, he seems to have changed Newcastle's playing style as well. A, a completely new role for Joe Linton, who, you know, he's he looks completely revitalised at the minute. Obviously, the record sort of speaks for itself, but overall, has he has he sort of brought a different um, a different like playing style and, and vigor to this Newcastle side? Yeah, I mean, look, you can't you look at his results record. He's won one game um, from about ten games, so there's not really there's not too much too many positives from that. We've drawn games that we should have won, and um, <clears throat> we've probably lost a couple of games that we should have drew. So. It's been it's been tough. I mean, the big one was obviously Norwich when we got Kieran Clark sent off very early in the game. Should have won that game. Um, should have beat Watford. And then all of a sudden, you know, even those two games alone, Newcastle will be out of the relegation zone at the moment. So mm. it's um, it's it's been a tough tough time in terms of churning results out for Eddie Howe. But there is a there is a bit of a you know. Change in style. I think heads are down at the minute. Um, there weren't about five or six games ago. You know, things were a bit different, but heads have gone down a bit. Hence that late equaliser for Watford. But, you know, maybe it's going to take the powder keg, keg game like Leeds United away to, to get that result that sparks things. Hmm. You know, you can put, it's easy enough saying it, putting two or three wins together. But if, if, if they can or any car, side can, in that bottom six, then suddenly you're just away from danger. So there's a lot of work to be done. We've only got 12 points. No team survived from this. But what gives me hope is the fact that, um, you know, it is still close down there and it's tight. And, you know, Burnley's game get the other night getting called off, that probably wasn't a bad thing for Newcastle because they've got, they've got time to, to, to add points on the board. Not sure, not sure. Not sure. Burnley are ever going to play again, are they? Um, <laughs> Does it feel like it? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we spoke at the start, Lee, Lee of what we've uh, last time we played. Um, it almost felt like the Alan sent Maximans show a little bit in that second half, and I think Leeds always give him a little bit of a chance because of the the man for man system. You know, you you sort of surpass that man for man system. Let's say it looked like Luke Kalen was 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 man marking him, and man marking someone like him with his dribbling ability, it's it's extremely difficult. And he scored a fantastic goal. It, it felt like a lot of Newcastle's play was completely funneled out to him, and and, and that was the, the the style really under Bruce. Is that is that similar now, where you see other other sort of like players coming into into the fold a little bit more, and, and it's not just all on his shoulders? I mean. He's been our star player, you know, he's been the star player ever since he got here, really. And there is a lot of responsibility on his shoulders. But at the end of the day, um, if Leeds focus all their efforts on Alan St. Maximum, they might just bring someone else in the game. I mean, we'll see. Chris Wood, obviously, is is going to be a big factor, someone you know all about. And him coming back to Leeds, you know, that just could cause a little bit of upset, you know? And... Um, I think Leeds, the, the fascinating the way they deal with tactics. I mean, you know, they, they beat West Ham away, so they're obviously a good side. But uh, this game, you know, just could get it could get a bit uh, messy. And I and I think really Newcastle will be looking to 
to capitalise on, on on maybe Leeds having a false sense of security. That, that's the way I look at it. But, but for Eddie Howe, he knows he has to get a win somehow. And the players know that as well. Because things aren't going to change quickly. There's not going to be a change in manager or anything dramatic like that. It's now up to the players to, to go and show that they're, they're not as bad as, as some people have said they are. Yeah, it's interesting. We'll, we'll get onto the, the the sort of pressure aspect in a little bit, but I wanted to touch on Callum Wilson as well, Lee, because we've just spoken about Chris Wood, and obviously he didn't get into the game that much at the weekend, and 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 you know, I mean, whatever that whatever the reasons behind that are, we we don't know, but I'm sure he's just he's feeling his way into it really. But with regards to Wilson, how big of a miss is that? Just his mobility and and how how good he is in that striking role. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's. It's a huge, uh, a huge blow to, to have him injured. Um, he's the talisman. He's the guy who gets you the goals when the chips are down almost. So it was, it was no surprise that they went for someone like Chris Wood to come in and try and, you know, give us a source of goals. He didn't have a great debut against Watford. I'm sure he'll be the first one to admit it. But you know, Newcastle are just getting used to playing with him now. He's different different style of striker. I've had another week on the training ground. It seems all smiles when you look at the pictures uh, from training. But they've got to produce something on the pitch. You know, Look, a scrappy 1-0 win for Newcastle with Wood getting the winner from two yards with a scrappy header. That, that would mean the world. It would mean the world for Newcastle fans going down there on Saturday and... Uh, that's what we're, that's what they've got to be looking for because it's gonna it's gonna take something ugly to to turn this situation around. Yeah, it was it was it was a fire and fury game last time at Ellen Road, wasn't it, Lee? <laughs> Seven goals and and, Le- and Leeds were really sort sort of were in that mold of you know that that Leeds where they turn it into a basketball game and, and sort of if anybody gets into that contest with Leeds, you know that they're in they're in danger really. We saw a little bit of that against West Ham coming back again. Like you were just saying, you know, two wins on the trot or or a pattern of results can get you out of trouble, and and it has with Leeds as well. You know, sat here on twenty two points, but um, you know, what are your thoughts on coming up against Leeds? What's it like coming up against Leeds as 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 an opposition team? Because obviously, I can give you a biased view, but it, it does seem like carnage, really. But but teams always have opportunities, don't they? Yeah, I mean, you know, from a journalist's point of view, it's it's one where you. You look at Leeds and you look at the story of Leeds in the last few years, and that you know they're sitting in the Premier League and they they deserve to be in the top flight again. Um, the tactics and the manager, I find it all fascinating. Um, the game last time out that you spoke about the five-two, I mean that was a night where Newcastle at two-two should have just said, "We'll take a point mm. and shut shop," but they didn't. That's that's what the problem was that night. They tried to go on and win the game. And that, obviously, as you say, made it like a basketball game. Leeds were ruthless. I mean, if you go back, I can't remember if it was the fourth or the fifth goal, but, you know, it, if you paused the the shot, I think there was about like three or four Leeds players fighting against one Newcastle defender and put it in the net. And it was just like, it just reminded me of playing football at school when everyone's just <laughs> everyone's just flying forward and no one wants to come back and defend. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's um, it, it's always a fascinating place to go. I think the lead story is a good one. It's a positive. Ne- they were never going to, you know, 
have have it all their own way in the Premier League because teams start to work you out. And uh, unfortunately, um, that's what I think that's what's happened this season. But look, uh, we've got a decent buffer, you know, above the relegation zone at the moment. Is it going to be one or two teams dragged in? Could Leeds be one of them? I, I, I don't know you know better than me. Brentford are looking a little bit vulnerable at the minute. So I think there is one team's going to be pulled into it, definitely. And I think there'll be a team that, that pull away. And, you know, I'm obviously hoping it's Newcastle, but they need to get their act together quickly. What have you made of, because um, obviously we just spoke about Chris Wood there, what have you made of Kieran Trippier? Because obviously he's come in, he looks like a little bit of a leader on the pitch as well. And and I think from his, his two games he's played or two or three games, you'll, you'll be able to let me know on that, Lee. But he's he's been one of the highest rated players on the pitch. He looks like a... You know, a real, a real fantastic deal for Newcastle. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, that's one that got everyone excited, and you know, it fits the box of a of a marquee signing. And for Newcastle fans to sign in England, fully fledged England international, someone who's captained England as well, is is a great, is a great sort of scoop, really. And you know, going into a game like Leeds, you're going to lean on people like him for his experience. Um, you know, he's not. It's, we're not used to it really because under previous ownership, we've had uh, managers that want to buy younger players. Owner wants sell-on value. Um, so you go back to people like Musa Sissoko and Kabai, you know, bringing them in mid twenties and getting them at a profit. So we're, we we aren't used to this, and the, the fact that. Trippy has come in and he's gave up a comfortable life in Spain, I would imagine. It would be very nice over there for him. Uh, winning trophies. And he's, he's decided to swap that for a relegation dogfight. And I think that's that shows you what type of character you've got through the door. But, uh, yeah, like, like everyone now, he's just got to get focused and, you know, help help the team win some games, which they haven't been do, do, doing. And particularly with him, I think he's the sort of player that... Uh, can you know offer the supply to, to Chris Wood but when they get settled down, you know, those little diagonal balls in the box, I think, are gonna be crucial. And I think in the fullness of time, him and Chris Wood can can link up. But obviously we need to sign a couple more players. But uh but yeah, great sign. It feels like the, the next month for Newcastle is absolutely huge. Like uh, you feel like something's going to be decided, you know, you know, <laughs> long term really in the next month. Um, is is this sort of a, a must win for Newcastle? Because as a Leeds fan, I'm going into this game, and obviously I want to win. You know, it's a game I think we should win as well. But I'm looking at this game and thinking, with what Leeds, like you've just mentioned, Leeds have given themselves a buffer last weekend. Are you sort of of the mindset that there is a real onus on Newcastle to go into this game and, and attack from minute one, and you know, and, and, and actively have the pressure on really from minute minute one to get a result? Well, as crazy as it sounds, a point still wouldn't be the end of the world for Newcastle. Mm. It, it it sounds crazy mm. that because we're desperate for a win, and I'm not saying we're not desperate for a win, but if the draw, it wouldn't be all over because. It will be a point on the road. There'll be another point on the board. And then, you know, you're looking at other games where they've got to win. And it would also stop Leeds from pulling that little bit further away from Newcastle if they, if they manage to hold them. Look, they need to win the game. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I know that. But what I'm saying is if it's a, if it ends up being a draw, which it could it could well do because the teams cancel each other out. Um, 
it wouldn't be the end of the world. But the more you look at that league table, the worse you feel. So I think the the players just need to to get on the pitch and uh, you know really take take this situation into their own hands. Which that which at the moment it's just in their own hands at the minute. But at the they've got to go going against Leeds and try and make that statement that everyone goes, hold on a minute, these could be these could be on the comeback here. And that that that's got to be the big mm-hmm. aim for the weekend. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Lee, I don't know if you know this, um, mate, but last time you were on uh, the blue, white and yellow, your score prediction was correct, uh, which we've, ne- <laughs> we've, we've never had before. It was bang on. It was a 1-1. Uh, so <laughs> we'll end this with um, Mystic Rider. And if you can, yeah, mate, yeah what's, what, what score are you thinking for this game? Well, I, I think I've already kind of hinted at it there by saying the draw isn't the worst result in the world, mm. but I think it could be 2-2 this time. Um and you know, I'm 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 looking at this uh, again. We we desperately need it to win. I, I, you might know better than me, but are Leeds going to come flying at, at Newcastle just just because they beat West Ham away? They're going to they're going to be cautious because they're going to have a lot of thing about. So, but it it is it is very much. I, I know we we'll say that it's it's not a derby game, but it it's got that kind of feel to it because of where the teams are in the league, and there's going to be. Possibly a bit of bit of blood, sweat, and tears out there at the weekend. So, yeah, I, I think it'll be tight, and I think both teams will be cautious. But uh, given what happened last time, the seven goal thriller, you know, <laughs> I, I think there'll be goals as well. So, so I'll go for two two. All right, good stuff, Lee. Where can uh, our listeners find you? Because you do some cracking Newcastle content. So, uh, where can they find you? Yeah, I mean, I'm on. On Twitter, Lee Lee underscore Ryder. Um, on Twitter, we're on YouTube now, as well. So there's we put bits up there on on after games, and then obviously the usual Facebook links and all the Chronicle Live links. Um, that that the abundance of social media platforms uh, we've got these days. So yeah, it's hard to miss us. Yeah, um, well, thank you so much for joining us, Lee. Really appreciate it. <laughs>